everyone. everyone. I'm Monica. And I'm Christina. This, this is, is Unqualified, Unqualified and Unfiltered. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I would say, what would, you, what would you say is the number one feedback we get, Christina? Too many spoilers. Yep. So today's Absolutely. episode is going to be, well, can't guarantee 100%, but 100% spoiler free. So we are going to talk about our top five favorite TV shows. So 10 TV shows total will be talked about in today's episode. But again, it's going to be spoiler free. So we're just going to do a quick little rundown synopsis and give you our ratings or thoughts about them. So, you know, our recommendations. Yeah. Yes. Very excited. So Christina, you can go first with your number one pick. I'm actually going to go in reverse order, and I'm going to go ahead and go from my number five. My fifth one is probably the, honestly, out of all of these, easily the one I personally watch the most. It's a very wholesome show, not conflict-based, and that show is Bob's Burgers. And it is an adult animated show. I've also watched it with my little cousins. I I remember watching it with my niece when she was a baby, like straight out the womb. So I have a lot of really fun memories tied to watching Bob's Burgers. I've probably watched through the entire series at least like eight or nine times, to be honest. It's very much like if I'm cooking or cleaning and I want background noise, I'll just like throw on Bob's Burgers or Archer. Any any show really that I know I'll consistently laugh at without having to follow every single plot point. I love having that on as background noise. But it's also just a good show. Like I'll usually watch it if I feel sad or something. If I just need to get a laugh out. It is about a family, the Belchers, who own a burger shop. And it's just so funny. It's just constant bits and what it's like to be a family struggling, trying to own a business. And it just has so many nice moments in it. It's not like The Simpsons where Homer is strangling Bart every five minutes. And it's not like Family Guy where everyone's picking on Meg every two minutes. The family just really loves each other. And I love that. I think it's such a fun thing because all the the kids in that show are so damn weird. Louis. Jean and Tina, super weirdos. Love them so much. And it's so funny because you see the parents love them so much because the parents are weirdos. But it's just such a nice, wholesome show. There was this fan video that came out that some of you might have seen where it was an Archer and Bob's Burgers crossover. Archer is another adult animated show. And somebody took the time to animate all of the Archer characters and spliced dialogue from both shows to make its own little episode. And I personally, when I saw it, I thought it was like a sanctioned thing from them but it wasn't it was a fan video and the people behind the show loved it so much they reached out to him and gave him a job oh wow and basically like fulfilled his dream of wanting to work on bob's burgers that's so cool right i love that i have the little bob's burgers cookbook what would be your pick so for my fifth spot recommendation i would recommend flight attendant it's a new show on hbo max Um, The second season actually just released a couple weeks ago, I believe. It is starring Kaylee Cuoco. It's basically about a flight attendant who is possibly an alcoholic, maybe, we don't know. And she goes to this other country and meets this guy and they go on a date. She goes home with this guy and then she wakes up and the guy is dead in the bed next to her. First, she tries to run away, but then she gets like haunted, quote unquote, by this guy. So it's the whole ep- the whole show is about her trying to figure out 
what happened that night because she doesn't remember any a lot of it she remembers just like bits and pieces because she was drinking a lot why was this guy murdered what happened and stuff like that so it's it's a really good show it's funny because me and Matt actually got in an argument in regards to the show just because of this one little thing in the show but again no spoilers not ruining anything because that's how you know when me and Matt really enjoy a show is when we argue about the show because we're arguing about like it's the message it's trying to get across oh, or you know okay. something like that so that's how you know the media is good when people like watch the same thing and come out with like different things exactly exactly so that's so that's what i mean that's exactly what i'm talking about definitely recommend it again the second season just got released on hbo max a couple weeks ago it's an hbo max original so that would be my fifth recommendation mostly because it's new yay what would be your fourth spot show that you would recommend? Well, you've personally heard me talk about the show a lot. My fourth recommendation would be the show Yellow Jackets that came out this year on Showtime. It kind of came out at the same time as Dexter New Blood, and to me personally was the much stronger show. And it is an excellent show. And when I tell you all-star cast, you have Melanie Linsky, Christina Ricci, Juliette Lewis. I love her. Oh my god. Yeah, and she's just pretty good. She is. The entire, like, leading cast as playing them as adults, Tawny Cypress, absolutely love. And you'd think, oh, you know, they're just trying to get all the big names to the adults. Uh, but no, when they they play themselves as teenagers as well. And then you have, like, Ellie, Ella Purnell, who does amazing Liv Hoosin, who is in, um, oh God, what is that show you like? Uh, Santa Clarita Diet? I was like, the I daughter like the shows. show is yeah. in Yellow Jackets. Amazing. Didn't you say the girl from Scream is in there, too? Yeah, Jasmine Savoy Brown, whom I love. She's very much on the same level as Jenna Ortega to me. If I see her in a show or in a movie, I'm immediately watching it. At this point, if I even see her in a video game, I'll probably play it. It's so good. Very spooky. It's like one of those shows where it's kind of the is it or isn't it with aspects of like, is it supernatural or isn't it? Is this like a coincidence? Is it or is this just like a massive whodunit? Like what the hell is going on? So it's a thinker for sure. Yes. When I tell you, this show gave me so much anxiety, but in the best way possible. (laughs) I was just constantly like, oh my God. For all the soccer fans out there, you'll love it. If you've ever seen the show The Wilds, I think it has elements of that, but it's a much more realistic representation of a plane crash with a bunch of teenagers. This all-star soccer team of high school girls go on a plane to nationals and they the plane goes down and they get stranded in the Canadian wilderness, basically. And it's a time jumper, which I usually am not a big fan of time jumping. If it's not done well, I can appreciate a dual storyline, but if it's like a big old time jump, I usually get super duper confused. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but this show does it very well and it it's very authentic. I love it. And I definitely recommend it to anybody who's a fan of the spookiness. You'll love it. Cool. Cool. What would be your fourth pick? My fourth pick would be The Good Place. It stars Kristen Bell, Ted Danson, Jamila Jamil, William Jackson, Darcy Carden, and Manny Pacinto. Yeah. So, and it's basically what happens to us after we die, you know? And it kind of puts the spin on the whole heaven and hell. Mm -hmm. So the good place would be obviously representation of heaven. And then they have the bad place, which is representation of hell. It's about these group of people who die and then they're in the good place. And so it's just 
kind of like them navigating the afterlife. Uh, it's a big comedy, so a lot of funny moments. It did wrap up. I believe there's four seasons total. It's on Netflix. You can watch it on Netflix. It's an NBC show. But oh my god, it was so good. And it wasn't one of those shows that just continues on for a while and it kind of loses sight of what the whole main story is. Yeah. It actually, all the seasons flow well together. It has a nice pretty little bow at the end that I freaking love. Like it is, it is so good. Like it is so funny. It is so heartwarming. It is, it is like everything. I love it. Such a good show. Definitely recommend it. Again, it's on Netflix. But it is four seasons. So it's also a good, and they're only like short episodes, 30 minute episodes. So it's definitely a good watch, especially if you're looking for a good short show to watch. Yeah, I think like the 30 minute episodes are very um, undervalued these days. Because it's all about, oh, let me release eight episodes that are like an hour and a half long. And I personally hate that format in Batsingana. (sighs) Yeah, they're too long. So what would be your third well, this is going to be very exciting because we're going into the cooking show territory. Uh-oh. Yes. So for anybody who is a fan of either cooking or travel, my third recommended show would be, and I kind of talked about this in a few episodes previous, but I'm going to talk about it again. <laughs> Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat, which I love. This is my comfort show. For anybody who has like any digestive issues, I personally have diverticulitis and whenever I have a flare up, I can't eat solid food for like a week or two minimum. And I will sit there and watch salt, fat, acid, heat. And for some reason, it just makes me feel better. Just watching the food. It makes me feel better. I don't know how you watch food when you can't eat food. I'll just be sitting there, sucking on my Pedialyte popsicles and just being like, yes, this is great. I'm having a great time. (laughs) And it is. It's such a great time. I think Samin Nazra is such an amazing person. The, per- the personality that she portrays in this documentary seems very authentic. I think she she just has a down-to-earth flow about her. And I just love the way she goes about food. She's so cool. Like, she's not super pretentious. Or- I was gonna go to a meet and greet with her, and then the panini press struck. So, someday. Food and travel show. Each episode four episodes. So one for salt, one for fat, acid, and heat, respectively. And she goes to different places in the world to basically like connect to the just the basic elements of cooking that makes food good. Salt, fat, acid, heat is definitely worth a watch if you're a fan of food and travel or either or. And if you just want something calm and relaxing that you don't really have to put like a lot of thought into, and it is on Netflix, what would be your third pick? So my third, it's really hard. My top three are really hard to put into uh, an order. So I'm winging it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and put my third pick, Doctor Who. It is a BBC show. They move it around a lot. Like it hops from like Amazon Prime to Hulu. Yeah, Google it and figure out where it's on. (laughs) Wherever it's at at this time. (laughs) I feel like the last last time I saw it, it was on Prime. But again, Mm. they move it around a lot. So... Yes, a really awesome show. It's been around forever. So Doctor Who originally came out in 1963. Jesus. It stopped filming in 1989. So from 1963 to 1989. And then it stopped filming. And then they brought it back in 2005. But there are some like TV films in between that time, like one or two. I've never seen the original Doctor Who episodes, mostly because it's really hard to find them. But definitely recommend watching 2005 and up and there's like so 
so many amazing actors and actresses in this show that honestly found like their breakout role basically so there's Matt Smith, David Tennant, love Billy Piper, Karen Gillan, who's Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. But yeah, Karen Gillan. And she actually did an interview where she says that her getting Doctor Who was truly her breakout. Like that's when she became famous. Is that when she was like before she was an Oculus too? Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. It's a sci-fi show. It's about a guy. Well, it's not even a guy. It's about they don't have a gender. They are time lords. So they look human, but they're just time lords. They're their own little species. And they travel the universe, but they do sometimes get companions. So that's where the other people come in. Um, David Tennant was one of the doctors at one point, And that's when we have Billy Piper come in as a companion. Yeah. Oh my God, Barrowman. Almost forgot about him. Oh. He is amazing. I met him at Comic-Con. He is the most hilarious dude in the entire universe. And he's so funny, so entertaining. He comes out in that show as well. Um, Matt Smith plays another doctor. So again, really good show. Sci-fi, if you like space, if you like different, you know, the imagination of different creatures and different species and them trying to fix things that have to deal with time and stuff like that. Definitely recommend the show. So good. You'll see so many different actors and actresses. And I know that I say it's BBC programming, but again, these actors have translated even to American media. Like I said, Matt Smith, Karen Gillan, like David Tennant, they they have all came out in American shows. So let's be real. Even if you don't recognize them from um, an American show, you'll recognize them from Harry Potter. True. (laughs) And again, it's been going on forever. So you can and you can hop in from the 2005 season and you'll you won't be lost. I think I watched the first two or three seasons of it and I really liked it. It was fun. What would be your number dos? I don't think you'll be surprised, but we're remaining in cooking territory. This is going to be for my number two most recommended watch, especially if you're into cooking shows. Like if you liked Chopped or Top Chef or Iron Chef, any of those fun little cooking shows on the Food Channel. Like the competition ones? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a competition cooking show on Hulu right now, and it is Britain's Best Home Cook, specifically season one. Season two and and third one is a like a celebrity one for um, England, but the first season for Britain's Best Home Cook, I will give you three words. Dame Mary Barry. She's one of the main hosts, and everybody will know her from the baking show on Netflix. <laughs> okay, this is for Tori specifically. Tori... <laughs> Please watch Britain's Best Home Cook Season 1 with Dame Mary Berry. My favorite thing about them is this show, the way it's set up. The first season is just so magnificent because each station, instead of being just like a little iron island, just like all basic and bleh, they have each little station in this big ass studio set up a little tiny kitchen. It's so cute. It includes a little fridge where they've already hung up pictures of their like family and stuff on it. So they're very personable, but it's all just home cooks that don't have any classic training. They're in the their day-to-day life, they're teachers, they're scientists, they're homemakers. They're just, they just like cooking and they like cooking good food for their family. And this competition is for who can make the best home-cooked food for Mary Berry. And I don't know about you, if I ever had to cook for Mary Berry, I would immediately die and cry and pee my pants. But yeah, it's a cooking, it's a cooking competition show, but it's like any other British cooking show. It's much more chill than American cooking shows. You don't have all the assholes that are like, I'm not here to make friends. 
I'm here to win. <laughs> so they're all just stuck in a house together, having a fun times, making breakfast in the morning before they go off to competition, having their tea, doing puzzles together. It's like playing charades. It's, it's like so Big cute. Brother plus that baking show from Netflix. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But they can like talk to their families and stuff. Basically, I just, I love like British cooking shows so much. And this is my favorite one of them. It is so good. The things they create are insane. So would you say that if people like that, what is it called? Greatest Baking Cook-Off? Yeah, no. British British Bake Off, I think. Yeah, whatever that show is called on Netflix. If people like that, they'll probably like this show as well. Right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So what would be your top second pick? It's so hard because both of these shows are so amazing and there's like, I've rewatched them. I've rewatched one more than the other, but that's because one of them is really hard to find. So it's not their fault. <laughs> My number two, I'm going to go ahead and say... Supernatural, starring Jensen Ackles, hottest man in the entire universe. Facts. And Jared as a gay woman, that is true. Yeah. Supernatural is about two brothers who their dad goes missing on a quote unquote hunting trip and, you know, saving people, hunting things, the family business. Great show. I highly recommend it. But, and here's the big, the big but, the capital letter but. <laughs> you touched the butt. Yes. <laughs> if you watch it, it is 15 seasons long. Just stop after the sixth season. Just well, stop. see, I'm saying stop after the fifth season. So if you stop at the very end of the fifth season, minus 10 minutes, you have a good ending. You don't need to continue watching. Nope. You have it ended, wrapped up in a pretty little bow, you're good. But if you feel like you want to tackle this show because you just somehow just enjoy it that much, be prepared. Be prepared That's all to I get say. heartbroken. Yeah, be prepared. I haven't even finished it, to be honest. I'm on the 15th season. I have not finished it. Yeah. This show has been around since, I believe, 2005. Okay. Jesus. I, I've And I've been watching this show since the first day it ever aired. I remember. I have vivid memories of watching it and being on the phone with Matt. Matt, my husband. I'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, the show's on. Okay, it's a commercial. Oh, so blah, 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 blah. And then, so rude. Hold on. So then... So then I'd be like, blah, blah, blah. And then I would just stop talking. And then he'd be like, hello, hello. I guess the commercial ended. Was this when texting was invented? 2005. Yes, that was when texting cost money. And my mama wasn't going to be paying for that money. We were poors. Now, you know, when you had well, to you're pay, older like, than me. I didn't get a phone until like probably the year after. Actually, I think I was using a house phone. Oh my god, I just picture you like standing at the wall with the long ass like cord all wrapped up in it. Oh my god, hold on. Wait for commercial. Hold on. I'm sorry that I'm gonna burst that bubble of yours that I was in my bedroom on my bed watching TV. <laughs> I still have that. That's still my picture. I don't give a So if you haven't guessed it by now, Supernatural is a supernatural based show. So if you are totally into the paranormal, ghosts, windigos, skinwalkers, hey! <laughs> and anything like that, supernatural themed or whatever. Werewolves. Werewolves, yes. Vampires. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Oh, um, not necessarily a spoiler, but more of like, if you want to watch it just for this one episode, Tara from Buffy the Vampire Slayer plays a vampire in the show. Oh yeah. It's amazing. And if you want to hate on Sam, uh, Jerry Padalecki, you're fine. I We are strong we're, we're fine. Sam haters. Yes. Sam Winchester, for the love of God, you pretentious douchebag. If you love Sam or you like Sam, please leave. Yeah, I was watching the first There's the door, bitch! (laughs) 
I was watching the first couple of episodes with Ashley. That was like the first thing I asked her. I was like, so what do you think about Sam? Honestly, like that is the <laughs> question. Big red flag. If you watch, if you watch Supernatural and you give it a shot and you enjoy it, that is the number one question and the number one show that you should show any perspective significant other because their opinion on Sam is a deal breaker. It, it is, is a red flag. So definitely recommend giving that one a watch. But Supernatural is on Netflix. All 15 seasons are on Netflix. Uh, What would be your number one? And this is a surprise to absolutely nobody, but my number one recommendation, what I feel everybody who likes camp, everybody who likes like just laughing, if you enjoy things that don't take themselves too seriously, I absolutely recommend the show Scream Queens, specifically season one of Scream Queens. That show, I just finished rewatching it again, and it's so funny. It truly is. And I, I was like, kind of um, trying to watch it with like an extra lens to see why, like, why, why is this something I go back to? I do not like American Horror Story. I am so sorry for anybody who loves it, but I am not a fan. Scream Queens does fall victim to the Ryan Murphy effect. The Ryan Murphy effect is something that we will say is when a show starts off really good with a very balanced plot structure and then it completely loses track of what that plot structure was <laughs> and by the end of the show it's a completely different show and you've probably had about three or four turns in the first like five or six episodes where you're like what is going on? What am I watching? But I think this show has such a good cast of characters who made it a goal not to limit themselves like you have very fun reactions and i don't get that a lot in other like american horror story and stuff it's more similar to like glee where the cast is just having a fun time and even if it's a super cursed show like glee it's still entertaining to watch because you see everybody in the background like what is this lady talking about oh my god And that's very similar to Scream Queens. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm -hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis. That's all you need. The original Scream Queen. Exactly. Abigail Breslin, who I was a little um, iffy about it because I was like, man, I've never seen her in a role like this. But she is phenomenal. Billy Lord, queen and icon. Chanel Oberlin. Well, that's not her real name. Yes, it is. (laughs) I know her by no other name. That woman is Chanel Oberlin to me forever. (laughs) Forever. It is just such a fun show. It, it's It's got everything. You got the bitchy characters, the pretentious, I want to save the world characters. You have Queen Kiki Palmer. Oh, love Kiki Palmer. Love. I wanted this to have more seasons just for her. I love her. I would have loved her She's to stay as Zadie Williams. Zadie Williams is so fun. She's probably the only reason I'll, I'll rewatch the second season because I love her so much. But yes, the show is very campy. It doesn't take itself seriously. Mm-hmm. And, to, and uh, Dream Queens is on Hulu, right? Yes, Hulu. So what would be your number one recommended show? My numero uno is OG Charmed. Not the new fucking remake bullshit, okay? Look, I've watched the remake. I've watched the first, I think, two seasons of the remake. And as much as I can watch it, it's very cringy and just... They should have just made it its own thing, okay? Let's just... They should have just made it its own thing. It shouldn't have been named Charmed. It should have been given its own little name or whatever. They totally... Or at least do, like, Charmed and then, like, Colin and then, like, another thing. Like, Charmed New Coven or Charmed, yeah. like, like, Reborn how, or I don't know. Like, <laughs> like how the L word did Generation Q? Yes. Because it has all the like, same characters, but it's a completely different, like, thing and different spin on it. Oh, well, this so Charm doesn't even have that. the same characters. They don't even have the same names. Yeah. The new one. Oh. 
Yeah, it should have just been its own little thing. Anyway, you can't have a charmed without Piper. It's an it's an a it's an a turn into a thing. Let's not get into it. <laughs> like we can argue about this after. We can. We can. I'll go off. I'm, I'll rage. I'm <laughs> But yes, OG Charmed is the best. And the reason that it was so hard for me to pick between my number one spot of being Charmed and Supernatural is because Charmed is so hard to find to watch anywhere. It used to be on Netflix, but I don't recommend watching it on Netflix. Even if you do find it on Netflix, or if you do, skip the intro because the music that they put in the intro is not the original music. And it's very frustrating because the original music is really good. Like, I guess they don't have the licensing or something. And it's like, if you don't have the licensing, don't put it on your freaking platform because I know it can't be her fault, but I blame Shannon Doherty. Charmed OG, it's it starring Shannon Doherty, <sighs> gross, Alyssa Milano, and Holly Marie Combs. I love her. Honestly. It's so hard to find online. I think the last time they had it was on Netflix, but again, none of the original music or some of the original music. So to me, it wasn't worth watching on Netflix. I know they had it on Hulu for a short time, but it was like such a short amount of time. So it's really hard to watch. They barely put all the seasons on Blu-ray, like literally last year, like the last, like less than seven months ago. So it's a really hard show to watch, rewatch. You know why it's also a very hard show to watch? Because every time I say, hey, do you want to watch an episode of Charmed? You say, hmm. No. Okay, let's do that background, actually. There's a um, running thing that me and Monica have because we have such different tastes in shows. We do, if you can't tell from um, this episode alone. Yes, for sure. (laughs) But there are some golden ones that we think the other will like if they give it a chance. And if they don't give it a chance, at least we get the experience of watching it together and like ragging on it. I know, we need to get back into our watch. Yeah, you jerk. So we'll watch one episode of Teen Wolf and one episode of Charmed, or sometimes we'll do like double up on Charmed and then double up on Teen Wolf the next time. And we haven't done that. We got distracted by Big Brother and then we just haven't gone back onto it. So Charm, Charm synopsis, little synopsis for everybody is it's about three sisters that are, they're already in adulthood. They're in their, I think like 20s to 30s, less mm-hmm. than 30s, honestly. Um, They're in their 20s and they find out that they are the quote unquote charmed ones, hence the title of the show. Charmed ones is supposed to be these three super ultra mega witches. Okay, they are, they are the best of the best. Their power is just amazing when they're all three of them together. So the show is about basically these three sisters finding, you know, the balance between work, life, and vanquishing evil. That's Yay, all. Yay, that's you know? all we can ever do. This show came out in the early 2000s, or actually it came out in the 90s, honestly, but in like the late 90s, so that's why I say early 2000s. You can tell by the outfits. Yes, you can definitely, it's definitely aged. So shows from that time, it was really hard to find shows that had strong woman leads. So yes, we had like Buffy back then, love, which is amazing. But in reality, it was one strong woman lead. Yeah. You know, surrounded by multiple men. Charm is three strong female leads and the men are the supporting actors. Okay. They are not the main focal point by any means. Mm-hmm. They are just, they are background noise. They are here to elevate these women. Not only is it the three strong female leads, but they are fucking badass witches. They are awesome. I love them. Shannon Doherty, that's a different story. Yeah. 
So um, again, it's those three. They stay the focal point for the show that always surrounds about these three witches. It's always about the three witches. And it's just them like navigating life. Again, it's it's them navigating their 20s going into, because the show's, I believe, seven seasons long. So going into their 30s and trying to figure out how to manage being, like having a job. Obviously, vanquishing evil doesn't pay the bills. Yeah, supernatural. <laughs> yeah. So they have to have their life where they possibly have relationships and stuff like that, go to work and have a job. But at the same time, they have to vanquish all of these evil beings like yeah. demons and whatnot. So it's just, again, them navigating it. And like, how do you find a balance for that? And it's just like, it's like, it's so hard. because It's like, you have to like do these things that matter to you so much. Like mm-hmm. your job, you need it to survive. You exactly. need to take care of your shit. But then it's like, oh my God, this like demon is around and will murder people. Like, how do you choose between that? It's mm-hmm. so hard. It's so hard. How can you do both? Exactly. So it's ve- it's a very good show. I definitely, definitely recommend it if you're able to find it anywhere. Again, it's kind of hard to find, but it's just so good. You know what? And it's set in San Francisco. Vibes are immaculate. My favorite, which is Piper, for sure. Obviously Piper. Yeah. Piper is literally the only option for the faves, especially for eldest daughters. You know what's funny is I saw I saw this on a TikTok and it's a hundred percent true. Is growing up is realizing that Piper is your favorite sister. Well, I was twelve when I found out about this show and Alyssa Milano was my favorite character at that time. But rewatching it now as an adult, I'm just like, how did I like Alyssa? Like, don't get me wrong, she's an amazing actress and her character is awesome. I love Phoebe. Yeah, Phoebe's great. But Piper, like, she was just hiding in the shadows for all that time and then now that I'm re- I'm just like oh my god but yeah so that was our spoiler free show on TV shows hopefully we'll do one in the future for some movies yeah for sure and honestly the way we watch shows we'll probably be able to do another one with five different shows and the jar pick for this week is what are you excited for right now this one's so mm. easy for me right now. Oh, really? It is. Actually, for once, for once, a positive popsicle <gasps> stick, I have Yay! an immediate answer. Oh my god, I'm so happy. To meet my new little cousin! Oh, true! Yay! Go, Crystal! Yes, my cousin Crystal just had her baby! But yes, I'm so excited to meet my little cousin. You know how much I love Hanyu, my little babies. Mm-hmm. So now we, I have a new cousin. You have a new little cousin and you're going to have a niece. Yeah. No, nephew. Oh, nephew. Oh, yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. I'm upset that she was not a May baby because she was supposed to be born. I think she was supposed to be born May 19th or May 15th. Your family does not need any more Geminis. I'm the only one. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need any more Geminis. I want want a May baby. No. <laughs> Leave that Taurus baby alone. Let it live. I even told I even told uh, my Aunt Imelda, I was like, oh, it's not a May baby. And my Aunt Imelda, her birthday is in April. So she was like, yeah, it's an April baby. I'm so glad. That is so super exciting. I know. Just a little baby. So what are you excited for? I'm excited for a few different things. I got to notice that my apartment complex is Bitch. <laughs> Let me be happy. So I got to notice on my door that my apartment complex is going to build a yard in my area. So my doggies will have room to run around. And I've lived in apartments for so long. I've always had to like walk my dogs, obviously. And now I'll be able to have a break where I could just let them go and run and get tired. And I'm so excited. I'm just excited to be able to lay out in there. I got a raise at work. (laughs) 
two weeks ago, I got a 15% raise. That was super exciting. And it goes into effect in June. My little brother's birthday is next month. And I'm very excited about that. We're going to go to a rage room or to um, axe throwing and then probably go to Austin to go to some record stores. I'm excited. There's a lot of good stuff happening right now. I've been feeling a lot of good vibes. You see, this is how you know that the positive popsicle sticks are in this jar because one co-host is very positive. I have another one, actually. I'm going to uh, essay flavor on Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to have to edit some out, you know? I'm going to have to edit some of these uh, excited things out. So essay flavor is like an event in San Antonio where it's like um, a bunch of different food vendors and you get a bunch of like samples and drinks and stuff and just like seeing what's happening in the culinary scene. Yay! So I hope you guys have a good week and I hope you have plenty of things to be excited for. Honestly, if you just have one thing to be excited for, that's good enough. Always look on the bright side of life. And with that, that concludes this podcast episode. Yay, we did it! Spoiler free! We're doing the